0: Yeah, Oswald Kabupat, the mystery man-beast who's been romancing Gotham, today
1: made his bid to run Gotham. Thank you! to another episode of The um, Case Files, where the inmates run the asylum. My name's Darren.
2: It's Jason. I'm Ian. This is Chris.
1: And today we're going to be exploring the world of the Iceberg Lounge and its proprietor, the infamous Oswald Cobblepot, uh, and having a look at what his crew brings to the game. Uh, But before we get into the details of that, um, something that we've not done for a long, long time due to some virus that we heard was going around the world or something... We're going, to, we're going to be talking a little bit about a live event that's going on at the Renegade. So, Jason, are you going to give us a few more details about what's going on?
2: Yeah, well, for those who don't know, uh, it is going on November 16th through the 21st. It is in Minnesota, which seems to be where all the BMG is in the U.S. Uh, it's three events. I have a 250, a 350, and a 200 list uh, called Sidekick Sunday. And you're going to have a minimum of five models. or I'm sorry, a yeah. maximum of five models and your helmet can take sidekicks uh, to lead. No bosses, no leaders. Leave them at home.
3: Yeah, they can't even have the leader rank on their card, so they can't be a leader slash sidekick. It has to be a sidekick only. So no Scarecrow from uh,
2: Soldiers (laughs) of Fortune. Which sucks, because I think that's where I would have (laughs) gone. I mean, I'm glad you're not, though, because Terror seems like a lot, but we'll talk about List uh, in a second here. But do you guys have any other... Ramble about uh, Renegade. Chris, I hear you're bringing something special.
3: Um, As far as what? As far
2: as tokens go, <laughs> my good sir.
3: Yes. So I'm going to be bringing a buttload of acrylic tokens. Each crew is going to have their suspects and any other specialized tokens for objectives, um, The any kind of like a common trait that's found in. So, I mean, we're going to be talking about Penguin today. So as far as the Penguin token batch, You're going to have his eight suspects. You're going to have a smuggled goods event marker. You'll have six business counter markers. Um, I mean, I know he's got a couple more in there too. So all in all, anybody that plays in the Friday event and also will be playing in Saturday, you're going to just get a bag for the crew that you're going to be playing in Saturday as kind of a thank you for showing up and playing in the Friday game. And then as far as uh, price pool, each day is going to have a however stefan the the organizer behind it wants to do it but essentially each day is going to have starter packs uh suspect packs um the of uh different status effects and you know there's just a whole bunch of cool looking stuff they're all special colored acrylics um and then hopefully shortly after renegade my website will be launched for anybody around the world of course i gotta figure out shipping for around the world But anybody can come in and they can uh, buy for whatever cruise they want. And we'll be throwing a couple early promos for um, the people that are buying first come. Uh, Always appreciate that. Uh, I would have the website launch the sooner, but I'll be gone for about a week for Renegade. And I would hate to say, hey, guys, come buy stuff. Oh, wait, sorry, I'm gone for a couple days to go play games. Um, So I think right when we get back. That will be the Thanksgiving weekend, and that's when things will be opened up for everybody. And when that comes, I'll drop the links on the Facebook page, the Discord page, and Reddit for everyone.
1: So how many spaces are we actually looking at for each of the days of the Renegade event?
2: Well, there's more than 10. That's (laughs) all I can say. Devin does doesn't give us a live exact number. Uh, And from what I'm told, a lot of the people in Minnesota have yet to sign up because they're all lazy. So... (laughs) lazy winter trolls that was what you want
0: to I mean they just had a tournament of like 12 people didn't they Uh,
2: I think it was 10 and then obviously Stefan was there so there was 11 total
3: yeah I'm expecting probably 10 people on Friday it'll be around 18 on Saturday and then we'll probably drop down to 8 to 10 again on Sunday
2: it's sadly going to be a lot less than um, the last year we were at Renegade um, but, you know, with COVID, this mysterious virus that's attacking everyone outside the Arkham Inmates, um, it's just, you know, no one really wants to make that trip. And that's fine, you know, take care of everyone health first. Sadly, this is a miniatures game. <laughs> it's probably not worth uh, flying over to the U.S. if you're going to risk it. Because uh, I know last year we had a quite a quite a bit of people flying around.
3: Yeah, no, the the Renegade two years ago, we had a couple guys come down from Canada. We had a handful from California. Um, I know that this year round we're going to have a few people that weren't at Renegade two years ago, so that's awesome, but unfortunately, some of the guys that made it last time will not be making it this time for that reason. I know some of my Vegas locals that flew out there due to health concerns and um, just financial situations, being able to just now get back to work, aren't going to be able to make it this year,
2: and that kind of sucks. Yep. but hey more prizes for those who do decide to make it and maybe this can kind of you know help streamline make sure one's up to par for uh, next year's running
1: so talking about the, the different events obviously the new format that we're talking about has been the sidekick sunday and i think that's the one that, that stefan's been sort of working on a little bit in the background and, and you guys have been having a bit of input into it um have you got any sort of cool or interesting thoughts about what you're going to be taking or or any potentials, because even though I'm not going to be able to make it because it's a few couple of thousand miles for me to fly across the Atlantic to attend, uh, I chucked a, a quick list together to see, you know, what I could come up with uh, using the rules that he's put out.
3: And That just sounds like a really lame excuse. It's only a few miles.
1: Yeah. What the heck? It's an airport, man.
2: Not the watch. Uh,
3: but as far as my list goes, I think I'm going to try to run Punchline in a Joker list. Uh, she brings a lot to the crew and being the lower rep, I don't think that you're really going to be penalized too much for not having to rely on Trickster. So that way I could just run a, f- a four or five model crew, probably five because they are smaller. I think I'm going to try the squeeze in Condiment King and then just play around with the different status effects and just kind of see what kind of carnage I can pull with a Joker crew at that level. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I, on the other hand, this is not Finalized anything, but I came up with a Super Kite Man list, which is using the Two Face deck. I had Spice for Sugar, one of the girls. Uh, then I had Super Kite Man, which is Kite Man with a thousand points of upgrades. Then I had Suicide Squad Croc. And I had Ratcatcher. That was the list. I don't really know if it's <laughs> worth it, but uh, oh, I might have had like a gangster in there. Uh, and the only other thing I'm really playing around with is uh, Take a Man Bat and Soldiers of Fortune as you guys know, I want to make trash work. I really want to see that one work out for you. Just pick up my thug and be like, oh, yeah." Uh, I'm... but I'm playing Bird because, you know, Little Holiday ain't going to do it for me. Or not Little Holiday, A uh, Big Sidekick. Um, and I can't think of any other crew other than soldiers that Mambat's going to work the best with.
0: Yeah, I was... If I was going to do anything, it'd probably be uh, OC with Fright or the... Kosov with the giant rocket. Just, well, just some fun there.
2: Yeah, but speaking of Fright, I was just thinking you could totally run Fright, Free Agent Scarecrow, and then just three henchmen.
0: And you can run the henchmen that also causes fear.
2: Ooh, yeah. that. Yeah. That is interesting. You could probably take <laughs> a Fixer because she's going to minus their willpower. Yep. All right. I'm building you, the list right now. You, you got see. me building
3: a second list to, to debate because I love Scarecrow hmm That's a, I'd say out of all the different free agents, he's probably my favorite.
2: Yeah. I would I don't have Frank or the black messed up yet, because that's still on its way, I I hope. Eventually. Yeah. Skycrow
1: also suits the time of year for us as well when we're recording. Yeah. So I have 19 points left after those
0: three models.
2: After those three models. Well, there's a thug that's nineteen points. Yeah,
0: either axe thug or knife thug
2: although you might frighten her uh fixer might not be worth it. then if she's because she's 38 so you yeah. her out then you're probably looking around what question you know 50 or more two
0: of the medium-sized henchmen yeah instead of her but i think she's fine i mean yeah
2: i know i was thinking of taking her and somebody else for the rat catcher or or even the girls and uh, two face just because then they all protect me, and the rats don't count towards your five model limit, and you just be like, Okay, cool, protect me, protect me, just, just breaking the rules always. So,
3: with well, the
0: yeah, yeah,
2: but like, wreckage is a fun, it's <laughs> a fun breaking, you know, It's like when you break glass and it looks kind of like art.
3: Would Pig be able to play a similar role
2: with that? Uh, know, he could, I know this he costs a lot more, yeah, he has 40 points more, but yeah, I mean, honestly. Could you, you, you could take Pig, no, I'm trying to think, could you take, let me look at the map, Pig, rat catcher, Archie, and Kite Man, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, stuff like that, I, I think you're probably going to see, although I could also just understand, I know Riddler and Owls are going to have a little bit of a special clause to let you actually take them, because Owls don't have a sidekick that isn't standard, and Riddler, Quill well, has Treacherous and doesn't have the special trait to play suspect markers. So, from my understanding, that will be corrected so you can do it.
0: They allowing teens? From
2: my knowledge, yeah, and that means yeah, you could take Teen Titans and have extra rep. Yeah, you're just
3: you're still limited to the no models with the leader rank at all.
2: Yeah, but I mean Teen Titans. I don't think any model has the leader rank. Probably not. Yeah, I mean you still take Nightwing. He's a sidekick. And it's a boss always. Um, heck, I know I was talking to one of the players playing around with Watchmen. And, uh, you know, after after a game, he put a 3 model list without Ozzy. And then he was like, oh, Ozzy's a free agent. I was like, then you should have taken Ozzy. Um, so, you know, that's an option, too.
0: Uh, I got a list.
2: <laughs> oh, you have a list now?
0: So, Suicide Squad, Rick Flag, uh-huh. Rick Flag, Harley Quinn, the new one with the hammer, Electrocutioner, and Polka Dot Man.
2: I thought of basically the same thing, because, you know, Suicide Squad gets extra rep. Well, I do want to mention one thing for Renegade. Um, if Night Models does not actually post an updated Teams document, we will not be using any changes in the apps that's, like, not set. Like, the extra rep in Suicide Squad, um, or the point reduction on Titans Models, instead of, as the document tells us right now, where it's every two, you're an extra 30 rep. Um, so pros and cons, just keep that in mind for list building.
3: Yeah, the idea behind that is the app is still technically beta. They have not launched it as a full thing, and there's no documents posted anywhere explaining why the rules in the app are the rules that are in the app. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of Stefan's thought behind that, where until Night Models post the document, and with them being busy on the Kickstarter and everything else, I don't see that document coming before the tournament. We're just going to go with the older version of the team docs and just go by those rules.
0: Yeah. Understand that. So just don't play teams. Yeah, don't yeah, name, guys. Honestly, yeah, uh, just don't play teams without the
1: document. <laughs> I can agree to that.
2: Yeah. That that should yeah. be everything for the Renegade.
1: So Oswald Chesterfield Cobble Pot. Um one of the iconic characters for batman um and we're just going to do the usual we're going to we're not going to go through all of the models we're going to talk a little bit about the different leaders that we've got available how they influence the way the crew plays and some of the unique uh, models that he brings in his own roster of d-listers um, but before we get into them um jason would you tell us what makes um penguin unique in the way that he plays with his deck and the business that uh, Chris mentioned Demarcus for earlier.
2: Sure. So the main theme of Penguin's deck is having a lot of guys, having a lot of cash. Um, so let's first start off with his special unique rule that plays into the deck. Um, you have four objective cards uh, that are all from the unaffiliation deck or unknown deck generic for the common folk. Uh, they're all on the table. And you can just use the resource abilities using your business counters. So if there's a card you really like, but you know you don't want to justify taking a one point objective card, go for it. Play that into your uh, trying to think what the actual trait's now called. But Penguin can do it. The general deck is you have some cards that are trying to spread your crew out and territory fight. So this is already gonna encourage you to take a lot of numbers have some other cards that are trying to move markers. Again, you're, you want to have a lot of numbers. you got some basic cards that are like select scenery elements, have more suspects by them compared to the opponent. Guess what? It means you want to have more numbers. Um, have some cool cards that you can use the resource ability of the opponent's deck that's already been scored. You can just grab their quarter pile of cards and shuffle through and be like, I want this one. And you're going to use your, I don't know, let's say two three business counters play that ability and you know in some matchups against birds of prey if they score sisters in arms that's gonna be funny (laughs) my uh my penguin or I don't know if it would be the penguin because we'll talk about that later with the duck they don't activate let's say my 16 point Doug is gonna attack as if he's the assault rifle (laughs) sounds great um yeah I mean I like it it's very much a control deck just have more numbers have more suspects kind of the basic vibe I think my favorite card in the deck is probably the ah, profitable negotiation where you get a look at the opponent's hand and pick a card they have to score that card on a time limit i think it's a very interesting mechanic
1: so chris would you say that this is a friendly starter deck for, for people to pick up or do you need to have a bit of more familiarity with the game uh, before you can start running it and do you think it, it's competitive we know when we look at some of the other stronger decks that we have seen, and and the crews that we have talked about.
3: Uh, <clears throat> I think if you were to buy just the bat box and the bat box alone, you might struggle a little bit. Um, even though he's got the higher numbers, he does need mobility, which is the bikers bring. Kind of the reason why he has an option for three bikers. Um, what is a little bit misleading is some of the penguins have the charismatic trait, saying, "Hey, you could bring additional free agents." And if you do that, you're probably overrepping on the free agent side and you're going to end up running short on the numbers and not really understand why your deck is struggling. So I think there's a little misconception of is he easy to play? Is he easy to score? I would say yes, but you have to build into that. If you build based on how Penguin used to work where he was this rich guy who can hire a whole bunch of free agents and make really cool looking themed lists. If you're pl- trying to play that old style, you will struggle if you come in not knowing anything. And it's like, oh, Penguin, he just, he's got the mob. He's got a lot of little guys, but he has a lot of little unique guys, which I do like about him. You come in with that thought process instead, he's gonna have a lot of fun playing this crew.
2: I'd like to add on to that. Um, so the the special mechanics, like the extra, your side deck, we're gonna refer to it, uh, and the business counters, that can be a lot for players to keep track of and i think a new player would benefit from playing another crew first to get their feet wet in the water before just having a lot to deal with especially when penguin you know has like 8 to 10 models and you know you can buy extra actions and you know things are happening
3: yeah true with that i would i would say if you're going to play penguin and start with that you may want to actually start with the emperor penguin so you <laughs> cut out a lot of the crazy side stuff, and then just uh, play like a regular crew that's using his deck.
2: Yeah, he does still get access to that side stuff, but you're yeah the probably Underworld not king notice it as much.
3: So yeah, Underworld King does stuff, um, but bring an Emperor. I don't think you're going to be relying on that side deck too much. So mm-hmm. if you start to forget about it and focus more on the game, I don't think you're going to be penalized to where if you're playing Penguin, it's really built and designed into his character to be utilized on that side deck as much as possible.
2: And he has a gambling mechanic with his uh, business counters where you can make a model, make another action, um, but you have to discard, you discard a card face down at the end of the round, you flip them all up and your models take enervating. according to, I think it was the resource points. It's either the resource or the objective points on the card.
3: Yeah. uh, Revealed resource cost. So game. that that's gotcha. the gamble, because it could be a zero. So yeah. if you're going to gamble a lot, it actually promotes you to take some more of the generic cards in your deck that have that zero resource cost. Mm-hmm. Um, the side effect, or the, a negative side effect to gambling too much, is you run out of cards in your deck. So in round three, you may actually run out because you've gambled too much, and now your hand is sitting there at three or two cards even. You get them mm-hmm. back at the end of the round, so round four you're going to be back up and running. But then again, you're going, well, it's round four. There's no penalty because it, it happens at the end of the round. I'm going to gamble everything away. And then you've screwed yourself because you don't have any cards to score at the end of the turn. Mm-hmm. So,
2: it's, so I could see him liking taking characters that bring additional objective cards just to have...
3: Yeah, that wouldn't be a bad bad idea. There's a lot of stuff that goes into Penguin. He's really fun. I just don't like the character in the comics or in the fluff i don't know what it is about him. i've just never cared for penguin so i have a hard time wanting to buy these models even though i do want to paint the duck i do want to paint all the stupid little penguins that go around him. it's just a really fun deck a really fun mechanic that he brings to the game i just can't get into the character
1: so if we're saying that maybe for someone starting with penguin emperor penguin might be a good way to sort of transition into it um Ian, why don't you tell us a little bit about the way that Emperor Penguin looks on the table?
0: Yeah, um, so he's he's the big guy of the crew. I mean, if you want a uh, want a leader that's a little bit more combat oriented, so be up in the action and not just back in the back kind of supporting the crew, I think you want Emperor Penguin. Um, at least that's how he looks. I I, I have not played with him, so I, if I say anything wrong, let me know. So let's kind of go over his stats. He's on a 40 mil um, base, um, 120 points, so he's a little bit on the expensive side compared to the others. Um, 7 willpower, 9 endurance, 5 attack, 4 defense, 12 movement, which is ridiculously good. Um, That's as fast as like Carly Quinn. Um, He's only got a heavy chain as his uh, weapon, but I mean, it does a stun. It's heavy in reach, so uh, can hit people a little bit farther away. Um. Oh, excuse me. He has claws, dirty money, so he gets a little bit more of that funding. Master fighter, so he can attack. Regeneration, so he can kill himself, and basically, he's a lot of uh, other abilities that just kind of help him be defensive and, and fight, be in that be in that brawl of uh, a mob instead of uh, kind of scheming in the background. Uh, he does underworld king like uh, Penguin has, and. Trying to see what these other ones were. So he has Fight Me, which is a new trait. Um, I don't think anybody else has this ability. Am
2: I am I wrong on that one? Not in third seconds. Uh, it's, no, not in period. Fight Me was a brand new ability from thinking of it, because that's the one where it's kind of like reverse bodyguard. You attack one of my henchmen, he's going to take the hit.
0: Ah, uh, okay. Which kind of helps out with that uh, brawl kind of aspect of him. And then Provoke, which is mm-hmm. something very similar. Um, can only target with an attack action this month. And so it's basically he can make people attack him and keep attacking him, uh, which is kind of cool because he kind of ties up probably your the big beater of the and opponent's crew and keeps them attacking him while the rest of his crew goes out and scores the points. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of, uh, I don't know that uh, any of those Street Fighter or old cartoons where you have that big boss just come out with takes off his jacket and just comes down the street. It's like, that's the guy you got to fight, but the rest of the crew's out doing whatever. And he's just the distraction, really.
2: Basically. And I look at this big because some of your henchmen can do a lot of damage in Penguin, like the AK guy. Yeah. And like, you just keeping that bottle alive. Sounds good to me.
0: Yeah. Cause I mean, it's, it, it allows you to keep the damage on him instead of
2: your mm-hmm. little bit more squishy henchmen, which is kind of cool. Yeah. With him, I would, um, uh... I mean, jumping into lists, but polka dot Man is a thought I would think of.
3: Just oh. a, you
2: know, <laughs> I'll make sure Emperor Penguin can be alive. That's mean. That's very cruel. Yeah. I like it. Or taking a, or taking a ba- and or taking a basic bodyguard. So Emperor Penguin's like, don't hit my guy, and the bodyguard's like, don't hit Emperor Penguin. Just move the damage around to where you want it. Yeah. very much controlling, just you know how everything's gonna fall down.
1: I mean, to me as well, if, you you know, if we ever get like another batch match document to put my teeth back in, um, he's ideal for like a two list format. So people expect to be able to maybe try and chase down Penguin because he is a bit on the squishier side. Um, Emperor Penguin is the complete reverse of that. You want him to be chased down. So it gives your opponent something else to think about as well on what their expectations are when they're building against a Penguin crew
2: definitely don't tailor that's that's the answer there and also you said if we're getting a bat match it's when we're getting a bat match because i know in the tts league we're using a prototype bat match which obviously means there's going to be an official one
1: always good to hear so if emperor penguins are big tanky end of streets of rage boss fight um we've then got two versions of the penguin himself um and i think one of the most iconic ones for me is the one that's on the duck. Um, so Chris, why don't you tell us a little bit about what he brings to the table and well, would you ever take him not on the duck?
3: That's a good question. Cause personally I would not. Um, I think if you're going to bring the penguin, just standard, the penguin, I mean, he brings a lot of cool stuff. He still brings out the penguin collar so you can move them around, but you're not benefiting from actually all the extra stuff to bring out the penguins and to, uh, to utilize them. I personally, this is one of my favorite character designs, is kind of this puppet master where he can... Um, so the way the rule kind of works, let, let's just take a step back a bit, is you recruit the penguins, which they're now really cheap. So in the list building, you have to buy them, but then they don't start on the board they hang off to the side and then Penguin himself spends, it's uh, the business counters to then bring them out. And then once they're out, he can then utilize his own actions to then take an action with one of those Penguins. It's kind of a weird mechanic until you see it in play. And then you realize, well, Penguin himself, you give him audacity, plus he's a handyman. So now he's getting four actions and those four, he doesn't have to do anything himself. If he gets into a good position, you could create a rocket launcher penguin and then shoot that. And then the penguin just sits there and he will stay on the board to help you with your numbers. So if you can get uh, the duck kind of split on two of the territories, as you're spawning these penguins, you put them on either side, that's going to help with the numbers. So you're winning in the numbers game the longer he stays out there and is creating more. And it's just, it's a really fun mechanic. I love to spawn an expendable penguin, move him up, and then do his exploding trait, which allows him to do another move and then blow up. And when he blows up, he destroys all the suspects and does damage. And it doesn't seem like it's a lot because it's minimal damage, but it can really destroy somebody's game plan when you go over there and blow up one or two suspects that happen to fall under the uh, the explosion template. It just, it can wreak havoc so... Uh, opponents are going to be kind of pushed to go after the duck but it has light armor it's uh it's small so the duck is still small because you're not necessarily shooting the duck you're shooting penguin so it's going to be hard to get rid of that equipment or the uh, the upgrade i should say Um, i'm personally not a fan of upgrades i would rather just the penguin always come on the duck as a standard card because getting rid of the the endurance on just the upgrade goes down pretty quick and easy. Um, Knocking him out, so a lot of times with upgrades you're like, well, I can either just knock you out because that's not gonna change either way, or I can try the whittle away on the blood. The duck is huge, it has the light armor, and he's small. So it's a little bit tougher for somebody to actually take it down. And then if you pair him off with, um, what is it, Lark? She makes it
2: even more difficult to shoot her. Yeah, and she's also the bodyguard. Yeah.
3: So I, I don't know. I have a ton of fun with it. Um, the thing that you have to pay attention to is which penguins are you bringing, how many you're bringing, because that makes things a little bit different uh, in the list building because you're you're trying to be well-rounded on, well, which ones do I think are going to be uh, beneficial in this matchup? And if you're doing a tournament, you don't really get that option. Even in a two-list format, because like Darren mentioned previously, you're probably wanting to bring Emperor as your second list, and then your first list you're going to be choosing one of the two Penguins. And as fun as this one is, I think the Arkham Knight Penguin is actually a better model on the table. You want to tell us about that one, Jason?
2: Sure, let's talk about Mr. Broken, the Arkham Knight Penguin. I'm saying Broken both gameplay-wise and thematically, as Empires Crumbles and he's spending money like crazy. So, how does that represent it on the table? So, unlike the duck, where you're buying penguins and you're spawning using your business counters, uh, Arkham Knight has, you know, some very similar roles. So, his main thing is he has Criminal Empire and In the End. So, the Empire, in a nutshell, you and your opponent are going to place an event marker. These are called Criminal Empire markers. And you're going to gain. Business counter when anyone within four inches performs a manipulate action uh, of those markers. Uh, any marker have to be eight inches away from any deployment zones, and they have to be away from each other. They do not have to be away from each other, but I think the opponent's going to go first, so obviously you're going to place one far away. So he gains more. What, what do you get from that? You have this big trait called In the End, uh, so it gives you a bunch of options to spend more business. So we've already talked about the generic one, which is the gambling and business for using your side deck. He also gives you... You can immediately f- uh, flip your face down card from Road King, so that lets you just spam more resources. Um, you can move henchmen with, uh, that are within Inspire range. You can move them six inches. It's pretty big, because then you can spend two to move them six inches, In that henchman's turn, you can gamble with him, and then he can make another two actions. So your crew could be very fast, and there is no... It's a once per activation. Um, you can cancel a resource card with the cost of X. So let's say Ian plays, um, I don't know, Sisters in Arms. I could spend three business counters to just get rid of that.
3: That's Real very cool. strong. I don't like a it. A lot of us
2: know, <laughs> don't like a it. A lot of the <laughs> exhaustive planer is very strong. This has no limitation besides you just, you can only do one of these in the end per activation. And you have to make sure you have enough business counters, of course. Um, and he has two more abilities from In the End. At the start of Friendly Model's activation, assign up to X attack or defense markers in combination to a Friendly Model with the Rank Henchman within Spire range. So you can just spend up to as many as you want. Uh, and that's great, because those was for a very long time. Uh, and then the last one, once per round, during an activation of a Friendly Model with the Crown Marker, a.k.a. your boss. And um, this is going to just be Penguin, because... I don't think you get this trait when Penguin dies, and he's obviously going to be your boss. He can perform a free special action. It cannot be more uh, the same one. Um, so like that's his two main unique rules. His special actions are mob and order. Mob is what Black Mask has. And the other Penguin, I think, also has it too, which is you're targeting a friendly model with the fire. and Then they're immediately performing a ranged attack or a 4-inch move followed by a melee attack. And then order, everyone knows order. Other than that, though, he also has Protect Me. So, Chris, you mentioned how surprisingly easy it could be to knock out the dock. You're probably not going to get to Arkham Knight Penguin just because you'll have like eight or so guys by and probably just pass that around. Breaking news. uh, That's in a nutshell.
3: My my package of night models literally just arrived. The wife just brought it in. This is happy days. (laughs) So now I get to go play with new toys after record.
2: Heck yeah. See guys, it, it can happen. Your stuff does show up. Eventually.
3: Eventually. This is my order from September. Maybe <laughs> Batman Day, maybe the one before. I don't know. I have multiple orders flowing out there. So,
2: Could it just be what I sent you?
3: No, this is a big box. I'm still waiting on Got the stuff go. that you sent.
2: Yeah. But excited. yeah, that is all three Penguin options. Uh, I do want to briefly talk about his objective card. Um, An Emperor Penguin, he has a pretty simple objective card. But what Penguin's objective card is my house, my rules. You're targeting an enemy model within 8 inches of your boss, Okay, Penguin. Actually, it doesn't have to be Penguin, because he could die. Every time that model places a suspect, inflicts KO, or moves a model as a casualty, you're going to place two blood markers on the card. When you have five, you're going to score it. And it's like, okay. You're picking an enemy model, and you're telling them, hey, you're either going to play the game, or you're not going to play the game. Uh, the resource is really cool, though, because you actually play the resource when the card is in play. It's a zero cost, and you can remove one blood marker, and then you can do all of the following effects. Move a friendly model four inches, place a friendly suspect in contact with a friendly model, and then look at the opponent's hand and discard one card from it. Um, oh, but you can only do the resource in the activation of the penguin.
3: Yeah, So but that the... is
2: a lot going on for the penguins.
3: Yeah, I do expect Arkham Knight, uh, his trait the in the end, to get a little nerfed. Uh, when it was designed, I have a feeling they did not realize just how powerful the whole cancel of resource is. I mean, if it yeah. was X plus two, mm-hmm. would you be okay with that? I mean, you're potentially spending four or five, but you're also as cheap as two. I think spend, if someone's trying to play a zero point resource and you're just like, well, one business counter cancels that, have fun. And then you try again mm. on the next activation and he goes, well, one business counter cancels that, have fun. I mean, that could shut nope. down an owl's crew. That could do a lot of damage to, you know, maybe even a two-face where he's trying to pull out his coins, and penguins like, nope, good luck, nope, nope good luck, nope, and you know, I, I just I'm not a huge fan of shutting down an opponent's play. Um, I'm fine with slowing down an opponent's play, but to just prevent them from doing anything, I think it's just a feel bad moment, and uh, that's how mm-hmm. characters get banned in tournaments. I think it's- yeah. Honestly, it should
0: just be spend one or two and make the opponent spend an extra
2: resource for that call. Well, here's the thing. They have something sort of similar, but it's for the opponent revealing suspects, where you can count, you know, cancel that play unless they can pay more resource points. So, Right. You as the opponent, if you want to do things with your resources, a tough lock. <laughs>
1: See, I like the idea of giving the opponent that sort of choice point, where you know, do they double down on what they want to do, or do they try something different? So, I I would actually agree with uh, with Chris on that sort of change. And I, I, like I say, I'm I'm never a big fan of just like, nope, you can't do it because I said so, unless it's exhaustive planner. Yeah,
2: but that's because one. Because I, I like that. But yeah, that's um, all the penguins. Um, do you guys have any? I don't know, some synergies, some ideas. I know we got the new D-listers, which they're very unique.
1: Yeah, so what, one thing, you, like you say, we've got to touch on there is that when uh, when they brought out the latest Raft of Penguin releases, Penguin actually got his own crew of D-listers. I think there's four of them. Um, and I had to look up every single one because i have not heard of any of them. Yeah. Um, do you, have you guys seen them um, in any games? Have you, have you had any experience with them? You know... I, I've not played enough uh, to be able to have a, a thought on these, to be to be honest with you.
2: You know, I think these guys came out just so recently ago. I haven't really seen them on the table yet. Um, I've already looked at a few. So essentially you have your three henchman options, which they're all unique to Penguin, Geno uh, New. Usually the D-listers are for anybody. And then you have the unique free agent. Um, just kind of going over real quick. Let's start with Mr. Toxic. Is he worth the buy? He's fifty points, so already boom. If you want a fridge, and he's fifty points, it's pretty good. Uh, basic stats, you know, he's a power six, endurance seven. That's kind of looking around. Well, let's compare him to like Batgirl or you know, good Robin. That's probably about him. Tech four, defense four, movement ten. Um, he has radio wave, which is you know, double blood, caustic acid, gas beam, expansive, consistent. Um, then his big things are he has reinforced gloves. But he has energy absorption, which is going to change all the stun to blood damage. And once per each successful non-blocked hit, this model uh, removes one damage. That's a special action. Uh, deadly strike, which is create casualty. Not sure if you would do that because you know you're only willing one strength die. Energy absorption is probably better. But hey, if you're just let's say that model has, I don't know, it, it's three. For...
3: Yeah, it's for, like, a, a Grundy or a big character where, um, like, let's say, I know Batman has bat armor, but a Batman-type character with high defense, you're going, I, I just need to get that strength die through to kill him.
2: Yeah. So
3: And then, then he also has Electric
2: Storm. Not sure if you're going to be using it, but it could happen. And heck, let's throw a scenario. Maybe I'm playing against birds. and I have this guy on my list. Maybe I use sister uh, the card that gives me a extra special action. Use my business to have counters can do both.
3: Yeah, now I actually think Electric Storm comes in really well to help finish off and knock out a character. Or, uh, even better yet, to
2: put two stun damage on before you declare attack action, so they're less likely to effort.
3: Exactly. I think that's a a huge thing right there, is just go, well, Mm -hmm. you know I'm going to hit you with reinforced gloves. I've already hit you with two stun. What are you going to do?
2: Yep um so the other guys and you know i like him i don't really have any crazy list ideas with him haven't thought too hard about it but he's a solid model for 50 points no doubt about that him being a free agent means he isn't going to benefit from inspire but i think that's okay because that's not really his role and you're going to have a lot of henchmen anyway uh the next guy is kind of a joke i'm going to be honest uh mr combustion or combustible he's 26 points okay stats this did get updated in the app by the way i think he originally dropped with like endurance too um but now he's a five five attack three defense three he has a cane sword same as riddler's weapon double blood sharp he has take cover he's always illuminated which just he's just always lit up by light. there's no radius or anything and then his explosive sense is anything that's an explosion template suffers minus one to roll or to hit which you know it's kind of niche uh, if I was going to take him, it's really just for take cover. But at, at that rep range, I'd rather take henchmen that are just going to murder people or the other two guys.
3: I mean, he is still doing double blood with the cane. Yeah. And he doesn't cost you any funding. So for 26 rep, that's not terrible. He's still a criminal, which does criminal do anything in Penguin?
2: Don't um, remember off the top of my head. I don't think so.
3: So, I'm, so the take cover is really nice, especially in the beginning. Where you got mm-hmm. some guys that are kind of lumped together, your your big, the big more beater henchmen, you give them take cover and then they run off and do their thing, and at least they're gonna very likely survive that first attack that
2: they get hit with. So I'm
3: not opposed
2: to them. All right, well, let's um, you know, keep in mind. I mean, I know you said he's no funding, but Penguin does. You have extra 500 funding, and the assault rifle is two points less. So there's definitely some consideration. Um, but the other two guys, so let's first talk about the Invisible Guy. 30 rep, same stat lines as Combustion. His special thing is Sneak Attack, Thief, Concealment, and Don't Mind Me. So Concealment is what Gentleman Ghost has. Um, Carrie Kelly Robin, a you go the niche models, but it's essentially you're just hiding. And they cannot be seen unless... There's a rule that aids detection, like total vision, superior sense of smell, um, and he can still be affected by templates, but cannot directly be targeted by an attack. So, you know, if if you want to hide a model in a weird spot, this would probably be the ideal guy. And then the only other trait I want to mention is don't mind me, which you get free efforts when defending uh, the same. So if, I don't know, let's say Batman targets me, Batman efforts three times, I'm going to get three efforts.
3: So the the thing there is he, if, if you can go first and conceal, you're not getting shot. Yeah. Um, that's a quick way to get rid of him is just to shoot him and he goes down yep. and that's 30 points gone. I do think he poses a threat. If you can keep him kind of sneaking around, this crew mm-hmm. needs a lot of models to just go up and move and do manipulations. I think he's perfect for that. But because you want to conceal before he manipulates, he is going to require an audacity I don't know if you want to waste an audacity on this model.
2: Yeah, I don't know. So now we got hypnotic. Um, I'm also just realizing he's the same stats. his attack too, but he's only special too. Mm. That's interesting.
3: I, I think that's a mistake somewhere.
2: It, it very much could be. I am looking at the BMG app. So anyway, uh, his thing, he has no weapons. If you can guess by the name, he has hypnotic radio waves. This is unique special and it's hypnotized, but it's within five inches. Uh, and it has to be the rank henchman. So there is some limitations to his hypnotic powers, but he's also only 30 rep. Uh, And then other than that, he has Confusion, which in 8 inches, you're reducing their their attack and defense skill by one, and the target can also not perform special actions. And then lastly, he has It's Mine, with suspects within 2 inches of him, the enemy model cannot reveal.
3: Yeah, I don't know how good It's Mine is in this. I know he has the... uh... The penguin deck says, Hey, protect the scenery. Yeah. It's kind of what I'm
2: thinking. But I'm also just like, Hey, other crews do sometimes benefit from revealing your suspects. If you can play around it, that's great. But it it depends on the matchup, really. I mean, I'd be taking him just because hypnotic radio waves. Being able to move an enemy henchman and then, I don't know, attack another of their models is a benefit to me.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, coming in at this, if I bought that box, I'm likely to play Mr. Toxic if I'm not looking to bring any other big, uh, larger free agent. And mm-hmm. I do think uh, it's, it's kind of a crapshoot on the other three. I would probably try to squeeze yeah. one of them in and base the rest of my team to to make up for their differences. Yeah. So,
2: so I'm yeah, okay was, with them. i trying yeah. um, You know, the only other like models you really have for like list consideration, Loose Lips, I think is actually pretty good this edition. His objective card is nice. You get the defense uh, markers pretty great resource uh he has an order now he has assault on the shotguns as we've already talked about before i believe i don't think we totally talked about that what we did with oc that all shotguns now have assault but it makes them playable yes um but yeah i mean there's not much to say really about loose slips i like him he's great he's worth his rep but i wouldn't take him in every list and that's probably an okay spot to be
3: but i would say uh, you need one of the bikers at least one yeah. To, to really have a crew that Nox. works, grab one of them.
2: Mm-hmm. You got three that she was from. They all do some slightly different things. I think Fat Johnny's probably Melee's favorite. He's the one with the shotgun, which is low damage input. The, the mace, or no, it's a spiked baseball bat. It's probably the best. And then the new one has a pistol. Um, I think he has rapid fire on it or something. Pretty good. Um, but I don't know if you need to spend the funding on that. And then the new henchman is the big guy with the axe and the stop sign shield. He's solid. Um, not like he has stats, but he's essentially Sierra, but he has an axe and a shield.
1: Yeah, he's a, he's a useful model. I mean, he's, he even comes with bluff. So, you know, he's still adding a, something a little bit different to, to just having the axe and the shield, which would be good enough for 29 rep. But, you know, it's just a nice little thing to have on him as well. Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, all right, he's cool. And for his points, I think he's going to probably become a must-take, just because axes are very strong, he's good stat line, and he has protective with the shield, uh, which can, you know, keep himself alive longer, or other models like Penguin, or, I mean, I would say Emperor Penguin, but since Emperor Penguin probably isn't going to be the original target, it's not going to benefit him that much. But, you know, I do like the play, and a lot of my lists are about eight to nine models, but you definitely can take a lot of these guys. Do you guys have any, I don't know, I know no one's played Penguin yet, but if you were going to play Penguin, is there a particular list you're thinking of?
1: I think I'd be, along similar lines to Chris, I think I'd be going to um, Arkham Knight, possibly rather than, um, sorry, or both of you really, I think I'd go to Arkham Knight version rather than uh, The Duck, just because cool. of the amount of different things that you can do, particularly with that the rules that as you were describing them. I think you're right about having the bike. Um, I, I do like, you know, Street Demons 4 that we've got here. The the thing that's I'm I'm thinking about, and I think Chris you alluded to it earlier on, is that there was that trap that you or well, in the second edition, it was a very different crew because you had charismatic and funding, so you could afford all the free agents and do like a super friends list. Do you think there's any of the free agents that you'd actually still take? besides his own unique one
2: um it depends on what you're trying to go for i know i've craft, crafted a list that has mad hatter and it's a crazy quilt and then it's a hypnotic so i have three hypnotized models that's pretty cool and mad hatter fits really well because he's also a handyman and he has mastermind so i'm hopefully gonna go take the initiative first more often uh and when you have such hard-hitting models that are squishy that can be a big deal um I don't have an exact list, but you know, if I wanted to play him for Penguin, I think playing around with Polkadot Man and really just trying to make a tanky crew that still has a bunch of models could be interesting. Um, but going more to free agents, uh, I've looked into Hush, especially with the Duck. I'm not sure if the rep plays great, but he has scheming, so you could just move more of the enemy suspects together and then send that explosive Penguin straight forward and be like, "All right, I've removed all of your suspects."
3: Yeah, I, I do agree with the the Mad Hatter. Um, to be able to have more activations where models are either placing your suspects or moving your smuggled goods around. Um, even if you were to take the Arkham Knight Penguin and have the Hypnotized guys in there, they could be doing the manipulation for you to be gaining business counters even faster. Um, uh, just things like that. It, hypnotized works really well because... Penguin wants to maximize on his activation uh, economy, right? So by hypnotizing and adding to that economy is just, it's fantastic. I, I would be afraid to play against that right now. Um, yeah. So I take
2: think- model leadership. Take Wayne Tag. Like, part of me almost wants hypnotized become broken. for So people, when they take Die Hard, they're not just being like, oh, two free points. And instead, they're like, hmm, I can counter hypnotize. Mm, I, mm, I can counter all these niche special abilities hmm, interesting. <laughs> no one does it, and it bothers me, kind of, because I'm just like, it's a zero-cost resource. It yeah,
3: just sits
2: whenever you need it.
3: Diehard really should be a turn three, ideally turn four card, but most yeah, people are like, know. oh, I got it on my first hand, let's score it, because yeah. I know he won't be knocking out my model in turn one.
2: Yeah, or even just doing it any time in the game when you have it in that early hand of uh, phase one. And you're like, well, I'm gonna pick the model that's so far away, probably won't die. And You know, I've I've done that too because I've evaluated their crew, and I'm just like, they don't have any scary special actions. But it's uh, it's interesting. And heck, you can even use it to stop arrest. Like, there's a lot of niche applications. Yeah. So I uh, I think we I, I
0: just built the street demon with oh. uh, emperor penguin. How's that look? And that looks like fun. So it's emperor penguin, penguin elite bug. All the bikers, and then all the demons. Okay, so no, no, no real jank. You're just playing. No, right? no, no real jank. I just, it's like, we're gonna come up and beat you up. We're the biker gang, Emperor Penguin it. just like coming out with a chain. Like, yeah, this, this, this is like they just came out of the bar. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I like putting that. Is.
0: Yeah, I would run. that <laughs> I don't think there's any. So, It'd be
1: fun. You've been watching too much Sons of Anarchy.
0: <laughs> that that's this list exactly
2: i like that
1: what's it become like sons of ogilvy or something
2: sure <laughs> dude if you do like next year's renegade do that make a whole display board that would be amazing go really into it like dress up as a biker.
3: <laughs> i want an old school mustache handlebar or handlebar mustache not a fake yeah. one you got to grow a real one just for the tournament
0: oh. <laughs> if the army allowed me to wear one i would
1: oh I think we're now at the stage where we've talked around the crew and we're descending into the madness that inevitably comes with Arkham. Ah, uh, that's um, the most
2: enjoyable All right. So
1: Obviously. before Jason, wrote, yeah, Jason goes off into one of his rants that we know we know he's all capable of, um, does anyone else want to throw anything out there in terms of Penguin that you don't think we've touched on? It's not It's just complicated. Yeah, which just means you have to play the game more. Play more Batman. Pretty much. Yeah. Necklace for you too, Darren.
3: Yeah, you said you finally got a game in. What did you play? Yeah.
1: Oh, well, big news. Hallelujah. I finally, in 2021, managed to play a game of Batman third edition. Um, So I took my favorite crew, which is my League of Assassins, and I played Riddler. Uh, I both of us playing our first game in nearly two years. I eked out a 21 to 18 win, Uh, ran a very generic crew. So Talia, Ubu, Damian Wayne one of the assassins I think had dead shots and I think Itchy or key. One of the ninjas, whichever one has the bow, although he was, he kept getting goaded away from being able to fire it ever. Um, but yeah, it was just, it was just really good, fun game. Um, Riddler is a crew that's like penguin takes going to take a bit more practice, um, to get in, but it was just great to see things on the table again. Um, I'm looking forward to getting Raz on the table because he can do some of the murdering, but uh, yeah, it was just, it was just great to be back and uh, playing again. That's wonderful. So I think, I think that's everything that we're going to cover for today's episode. Obviously you can, you can find us on the Facebook groups. You can find us on discord. If you've got any suggestions or anything that you want to throw at us that we want to cover or just tell us how wonderful or how awful we were in our analysis. We'll, We'll probably ignore those ones, but you never, you never know. Um, But uh, this was the Arkham Case Files, uh, where the inmates run the assignment. It's goodbye from me. Bye. Peace out.